Welcome to the Philia Podcasts. We are the daughters of those women who came before us. It is our absolute honour to have met so many incredible women fighting for the liberation of us all. Our role at Philia is to amplify the voices of those women via the Philia Conference and these podcasts. Please take from them what you can. In sisterhood and in solidarity, the Philia team. Hi, um, I'm Kruti and I'm a volunteer with Philia. And today I'm speaking with Vandana Aparanti, who uh, Philia met on International Women's Day through Million Women Rise. Uh, Vandana, would you like to introduce yourself and tell us what you're fighting for and why that's important to you? Uh, hi, Kruti. Thank you for having me on the on this podcast. And I am from the UK Ambedkarite Women's Group and I'm fighting for the rights of the oppressed caste women. I do not want uh, like to call myself a Dalit because, but, but the world calls us Dalit and Dalit means crushed. So I will always refer it to as oppressed caste women and not Dalit. And it is important for me because these oppressed caste women are at the forefront of all the atrocities. They are the ones who are the most vulnerable and easy targets. Uh, humiliating of an oppressed caste woman is humiliating the whole community. And do, that is why I'm fighting for this cause. There, a lot of people won't know about the caste issue. Yeah. Could you introduce what it is and um, um, what is caste really? Yeah, uh, you know, Kruti, caste system is a, a, a very old uh, system, which is a hierarchical system, and uh, it has been it is being practiced in the uh, South Asian communities, South Asian countries, and uh, uh, it's. It's a rigid system, basically, and it's a watertight compartment, you can see, and where you cannot go, you know, vertically upwards. That's the main thing about the caste system. And it is divided into four categories, mainly. The first one is the Brahmins, and uh, number two is the Kshatriyas, number three, the Vaishyas, and number fourth is the Shudras. Now, the Brahmins are the ones who used to, you know, mainly were the teachers or the priests and who believed to have come from the Brahma's head. Now, this is the religious god which I'm talking about. Uh, Brahma is the god. And Kshatriyas, who were the warriors and the rulers, they came from the arms of the god Brahma. And third category was the Vaishyas and or the traders uh, who came from the Thais and Shudras who did all the menial jobs came from the Brahma's feet. So these were the four categories in which the caste system is divided. But you know what? There are so many, the, there is one one which is outcast after the Shudras, which is the fifth one, which is not even included in the uh, caste system, which are the people who are known as the untouchables. And uh, these are the people's, people who are the most oppressed and uh, they are the people who are majorly known as the Dalits. That means which is crushed which I don't like to use the words. And it is, these main castes are, you know, divided into 3,000 3, castes. And you'll be surprised that these 3,000 castes are again divided into 25,000 sub-castes. And each one is based on a specific occupation. So this is what is the caste system. And the uniqueness of the caste system is, if you are born in one caste, you die in that caste. So basically it is an enclosed class, what I would say. Caste is an enclosed class. So you just cannot change your caste. If you're born in a caste, you are born in a caste. You die in that caste. 
you know, there's no opportunity to move up. Yes. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. Which is just as as other forms of oppression are. If you're born into a yeah system, you're not able to get out of it. As you know, it has a um, uh, it it's a graded inequality basically, and it is arranged according to an ascending scale of reverence. You know, if you go higher and a descending scale of contempt, that means you know the what the caste system, the power and the status of a caste group increases as you go down. The scale and the degree of contempt of the caste increases as these are these castes have no power because the lower castes, which I'm talking about, and they are of low status and are also regarded as dirty and polluting. So it's the scale. What does the caste system mean in practice? Like, give us some examples um, of, of what it means for the oppressed class, and especially uh, you, the women. Yeah, you know, especially for the women, because the women are the most uh, vulnerable sort of people in the society, and they are humiliated, and they live in subhuman conditions, they undergo slavery. They are also, you know, in, in India, they are paraded naked, even their nails are uh, removed sometimes. They are looked like, you know, at uh, people look at them as a property. So their bodies are basically their property. And uh, sometimes they are even uh, supposed to, you know, eat some obnoxious substances made forced to drink and eat. They are also vulnerable, which I said, and they're humiliated and they are at the mercy of the dominant caste, basically. And uh, that is the reason that is how I look at uh, the caste system, how what what it means you know, to be a lower caste person or uh, Adivasi also. Adivasi are the tribal people who live in the jungles of India. The, uh, sometimes the, the atrocities, you know, they go to such an extent that uh, even taking out a wedding procession on the streets is uh, something which the dominant caste do not like. They do not even like men to have moustaches. Sometimes even wearing nice clothes is looked down, you know, they don't like it. They just want them not to wear good clothes. That is what is all going on in the, uh, in the country. In, uh, this, uh, it's not only in India, but it's, it's a South Asia problem. Yeah, so in India and South Asian countries, yeah. um, they're, they're humiliated and they're violated. Yes. And they're not allowed to behave like other people. Of behave. course not. And you know, you know, if you see even in the urban spaces, Kruti, it's the same because in, in urban spaces, like, you know, in big cities also it is going on. And in the big cities now, you must have heard about the uh, Dr. Payal Tadvi's case in Mumbai and Mumbai is a big city. And uh, she was, um, uh, you know, do, uh, doing her doctorate and then she was, uh, she uh, committed suicide because she was, uh, the, the other doctors passed um, uh, caste slurs at her. And she was uh, targeted for more than two years, and she had to just uh, commit suicide. So this is not uh, this is not happening only in the rural areas, but uh, it's always also happening in the urban areas. And uh, if you see, even in the if you call it like the India's uh, Silicon Valley cities, which is uh, Bengaluru, Hyderabad. Lucknow, Patna, even in these places, you will find that there are so many cases which have been recorded. But then this is just a tip of the iceberg. There are so many other things happening, but not uh, reported to the police. Not only does it happen, but it happens kind of very publicly. And it happens in, I don't know, modern, kind of more westernized places within yeah. India and South Asia. Yeah, it's only, you know, it, it doesn't, uh, the mindset hasn't changed. 
it's only the people who are you know wearing modern clothes doesn't mean that their mindset mindset is changing they just want to continue with it because they want to have their supremacy and they want to show that they are the you know they have the authority and they want to protect their uh, privileges that is the reason they want they continue doing it and they are they are brought up in those circumstances you know at home they are taught that we belong to this caste and this other caste who is your neighbor is lower caste so you don't have to respect you know those people so in the right from the young age they have they are being molded into these type of uh, uh, talks at home and they listen to all this and that is why it is uh, so common do you think it's changing at all do you think that like any better or is it is it just a perpetual problem that no you know kriti i i don't think it is changing with the younger generation the reason being as affirmative action india has a, a reservation reservation for the lower castes and the upper and the people from the upper caste people they feel that this is a privilege which is given to them because even though they do not deserve it but it is not the case because if it because if you do not have affirmative affirmative action how do you expect the lower caste to come up because they have been out of education for years and years together and the uh, upper caste have been into education for thousands of years so if you do not have this affirmative action I, in fact i would say that not only affirmative action we ha we have to have something more than reservation it's not only reservation but if reservation is looked at with that angle that this is something which they do not deserve then it is a question because then you will never have the uh, younger generation also coming out of the mindset because it is fixed in their mind that these people have reservations and so they are you know get taking up our seats but then reservation was not the demand of the lower caste any time but it was given as an affirmative action so if you want to uh, abolish the caste system then you have to just say that i just don't want to follow any caste why are the higher castes taking the privileges privilege of saying that i am a higher caste you saying that i belong to this caste says that you have, you want those privileges isn't it what so what's happening in like at an official level is the government doing anything are there big organizations talking about this Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, like yeah. now, like in India, we have the, uh, you know, the, this was uh, India under the uh, Constitution of India. We have abolished the uh, untouchability has been abolished. But then, uh, does it uh, look like when we look at it, you know, the number of um, atrocities which are happening and it uh, they have risen? What does it show? It uh, it shows that it has not. It, it has not been implemented it has not been the conviction rates are also very low so all this shows that uh, you know it's not working what should they do then what should they, what should we be doing or what should the government do yeah, you know, yeah i would what i would uh, you know say that uh, i would like to you know uh, say that after 70 years of independence also if it is if this is the same happening in our country then mm -hmm. we should be spreading this information through all our networks yeah and getting it on the discussion tables whenever possible and wherever possible just because it is going under the radar and people are not being asking these questions we cannot be you know yeah we cannot be um, just Uh, looking at it and just saying oh this is not going to go away or oh this is going to stay or forever no unless we get get it across the table all over the it should be a global issue at the moment because it is happening since so many years and nothing has been done about it yeah i completely agree so 
So it's, uh, it's happening in the UK as well. A government equalities office paper from 2010 suggested that caste discrimination and harassment still exists in the UK. And there was a consultation from 2017 that concluded that the government wouldn't be introducing caste as a self-standing element into law and it would rely on case law for legal protection um, in cases of caste discrimination. Um, Vandana, what is happening in the UK? Um, has anything changed? Do you, what, what, what do you make of the 2017 conclusion? Uh, you know what, uh, Kriti, at the moment, government was going to repeal, but they have not done it yet. So it was going to be repealed. Now what is happening is we are preparing the local MPs to ask questions and support us when uh, the matter of repeal goes to the commons. So this is what is happening at the moment. But okay. since we have to wait till September or October, till we get the, because now so many things are happening with the government as well. So after that, probably we will, uh, we, we are doing, we are already doing our groundwork by preparing the local MPs to ask okay. questions. So let's see what happens. Okay. Let's be positive, yeah. What would you like Philia or anyone who's listening to this podcast to do? Like, how can we help and how can we make sure that anyone who's at risk of discrimination or violence due to the caste, both here in the UK and abroad, like, how can we help those people? Uh, you know what, first of all, I would like, I, uh, I would like Philia to help in spreading this information through our, through, through our networks. We have many organizations in the UK which can help, uh, like, you know, the Cast Watch UK, uh, which will, I'm also a part of it, so we can have, uh, we can help in uh, uh, anybody who's having, a, who's going through a harassment or any atrocities at the moment in the UK. But before it comes to the law, it's not in the law, so we have to go by the case laws at the moment. But let's try and keep ourselves positive that something good will come out of it. And we are there to help, of course. Thank you, Vandana. Um, oh, thank you, Kruti. Um, so we will, of course, talk about this further at the um, conference. Ilya conference in yeah. October. Yeah. Um, but for now, yes, thank you very much for your time. Thank okay. you. Bye. Bye.